0: This is Death Before Dishonor. I'm Genesee. My character is Xanatari. She's a good aligned Kalishtar war priest.
1: I'm Daniel. This symbol is renowned for being associated with the Rod of Orcus, the artifact that I'm after.
2: I'm Eric. My, my name is, is Caesar. I was a,
1: a slave worker for the uh, Undead Armies of Thay for 75 years. I'm Kevin. I, I, I kind of have my own personal quest, I guess, uh, just to become a protector of people.
2: And I'm Tinzian. Shall we start this over again? <laughs> Some of the beauties of D&D. Can't end the story. Goes anywhere you want it.
0: This episode is a direct follow-up to the one last week and was recorded on the same night. This is the night that Cesar and his wife left to go to the hospital to have their brand new baby boy, and Daniel and myself are left to record this episode, which is mostly a role-playing exercise between the two of us where you get to know a little bit more about our characters. So I hope you enjoy this sort of filler episode until we get together next week to record a full one. Welcome to the show, I'm Genesee.
2: I'm Daniel. And I'm Tinzian.
0: And this is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday, September 28th, and this is episode 76 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons & Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast. (laughs) It's been a seriously interesting day, so I'm going to have Tinzian catch us up on where we are, so Dungeon Master, you are a go.
2: This is part two of... uh this is the second episode of, that we're doing tonight. And uh, last episode had some technical issues, um, and along with uh, Cesar in real life going off, hopefully, to um, bring his wife to the hospital for uh, the birth of their child. Um, we won't, of course, know this until after, so... Kind of just continuing from here. Um, in the last episode, the remaining folks, uh, that being Zenatari and Thorn, because Mithrin is still not here, uh, had a very kind of apocalyptic set of battles and war at this portal where they saw many atrocities and fought many battles, faced their own deepest horrors, and was able to in the end, apparently, we fall back into the light. The party is kneeling at the edge of a portal, and around them, the room shows extreme signs of destruction, that there has indeed been a long series of fighting, and the priest minotaur, his corpse is pretty much as close to dust as you can get. There are the sounds of bells still echoing through the city from outside uh, the bunker that you're in, yet the last smell that you can remember before the room went dark and all the fighting began still lingers, as if you have not fully inhaled the breath uh, before all the fighting took place. I guess to clarify, it's almost as if you, as I mentioned before, blinked and you were still inhaling, so you smelled Cinnabon. And now, even after all that fighting, you still smell that same Cinnabon. The portal is still unsealed. It is not a murky black mess, but it is actually a uh, passageway downward into the ground um, sort of a large circular stairway winding its way down into the darkness down below the outside the bunker you hear what sounds like metal armor a large group in metal armor approaching and you can definitely feel what appears to be uh, spell casting standing at the ready as a large group of minotaurs enter the room and seem relieved and also quite surprised that the party is still existing, let alone surviving. And race up to, a bunch of them race up to you, these ones, more obviously clerics than the mages, and start to try and assess any wounds that you all may have in the last episode, you both looked extremely older, much more powerful, and so forth, you now, once again, look to each other like yourselves. On an added bonus, though, despite it only seeming that, on one hand, many years passed, or at least a year, to your conscious, rational mind, which now seems that fighting was kind of sort of a dream or a faraway memory, sort of fading memory, you are actually are feeling quite a bit more powerful than you did before. And there's some stuff unlocked, perhaps, in your mind that you weren't aware of before, and you've both been granted, well, the party will eventually be, but you two in particular, since you're here now, um, you've been granted two extra levels Ooh. that you can take... For the next time that we record,
0: am I still injured because didn't I get like grievously injured last time um where was that and is it still that, an
2: issue the 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 grievously injured was during one of the one of the fight one of the, the periods of fighting you'd been grievously injured worked back into hell sent back out you know it, it's all kind of this disjointed mess of things but right now you were actually a uh, both pretty well um, unscathed. Aside from Xanatari, you appear to have some bit of acid damage.
0: Great. Where. And
2: it's
0: like, looks down in this huge scarlet down her arm or something? That would be disconcerting.
2: Yeah, kind of the arm, you know, sort of just the. As, as gelatinous cubes tend to be when they're getting whipped around, maybe some goo fell off, but, uh, and Thorn, you've, you've got some heat damage. You got some little, little fire damage here and there. You're a little singed, um, just from that, that Nova that you talked about, Mm Mhm. but you come to the realization very quickly. And, you know, just for, for both of you uh, to save radio time, since we're trying to do a little bit of a shorter episode tonight is in your descriptions in the last episode, you both on your own created something and spoke of something and talked about it in a way of this would not be happening traditionally with the drow. Xanatari, you did not know about the drow prior to the encounter with the flaming gelatinous cube, which uh, claimed the life of one of your party members in the Keep of the Shadowfell. Thorne, you mentioned that the um, uh, cult leader that was sort of turned into the quasi drider mm-hmm. would um, not really fit within the motif of a drow invasion. So there was enough discontinuity within all this fighting that you sort of feel like maybe it was enough of a memory along with wanting to get back what you were missing and all these other things that may have brought you back or served as an anchor but not to the point that you doubt that you've gone through the experiences but you just feel that there's a lot more going on right now here than if you had done all those years of fighting. So it looks like you guys so, will be able to get you, keep keep your adventuring and your wildlife. Okay.
1: Uh, so is it is it is it sort of akin to, like, falling asleep and and having this dream of life and then sort of waking up halfway through and still having the senses that, you know, we were living that life and sort of like a, a dual, like a parallel universe type situation where it's like we can't tell whether it was a dream or not,
2: but <laughs>
1: there's definitely something that that happened in that period that sort of affected both selves.
2: yeah there's 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 enough that happened that you're pretty sure it happened instead of just fully dreaming, but yet it's really kinda kind of dreamy it, it's you guys have had a lot of weird stuff happen to you. Um and you know that there's a lot of weird especially Xanatari uh knows that there's a lot of uh weird stuff that you know can can happen, but obviously whatever it is it's suddenly making, you know, you guys understand more about yourselves and therefore your levels. Um something did happen.
0: Okay. Well we've okay. seen physical evidence of it, so fine.
2: Mm-hmm. Um so you guys are all treated and uh You seem to be missing somebody from the party that um
0: Well oh, Caesar mm-hmm. Kevin Kevin mm-hmm.
2: You 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 remember him being there and fighting with you all. But, he's not there right now. Uh,
1: um, alright, so I'd like to do a perception check to see whether I can see where Cesar might have gone... Alright, let's see, yeah. Um, uh, not too brilliant, but, uh, that'll be a 21 modified...
0: I want to roll one too. Okay, go ahead. You just say roll one because I can't hear you. Yes. Okay. Uh, twenty-seven actually.
2: Yay. Okay. Both of you, since you're kneeling near this uh, entranceway, um, believe that you see uh, a very smashed-looking crossbow. Uh oh. Down many flights of those circular stairs at the edge of the darkness. And there is bits and pieces of contraptions. Um, you know that he's got a gizmo bag?
0: Mm-hmm. Like he bounced like, down the steps and they like fell? He, like
2: he bounced down the steps or was dragged down the steps or uh, somehow him not being here he might not be out having a slushy back in town.
0: Okay. I would uh, try to gather up sort of frantically all the gizmos and probably ignore the crossbow because it's kind of smashed and I don't know much about crossbows as my character. So I would try to gather the gizmos up and shove them in or whatever satchel or you know shirt clothing, whatever I have, and sort of track them down the stairs as mm-hmm. fast as possible.
2: Okay, um, you'll note that it's not his book crossbow. Oh, good. But it's his emergency spare. You'd be really spare. mad
0: when he came back.
2: It's his emergency spare that uh, he had before he got the the book crossbow. Um, but it was kind of his old faithful since he was still tinkering with the uh, the book crossbow. Okay. Thorn, you see Xanatari starting to do this, and uh, by the way, both of you, i having a complete mind fart at the moment, but um, both of you are treated for your injuries, and there's nothing that you need to write down on your sheet as far as a lasting effect or uh, um, handicap from your encounters.
1: Okay. Just, just a few scars, cosmetic, cosmetic stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah. But you, Xanatari, you believe, uh one, as your link to your deity comes flooding back to you. One, it doesn't feel like it's it's been gone, but you're just so hungry for that that suddenly it's like there it is. Um but you do have the very strong memory that your your bastion of mental clarity uh definitely got the workhorse award for Um, this thing, you feel very strongly in terms of trusting this ability far more than you did before.
0: Okay. I would feel good about that and laugh at the fact that it seems that we must lose a crossbow in every campaign of Death Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Indeed. Uh, And also so far um, we're up to quite a number of Minotaur killings without uh, Thorn actually pressing a button to do so.
0: That's true. Maybe there'll be a button in the future.
2: Maybe there'll be a button in the future.
1: You haven't given me the opportunity yet. I'm I'm biding my time. I'm waiting until we get to the giant blender room mm-hmm. so I can just press it then.
0: Well, he did try to roll diplomacy against that chair last time and he started a diplomatic incident with a giant. So I think mm-hmm. that should count as button pushing pretty much the the non-physical type of button pushing. Yeah,
1: this is mm. this has been some definite mental...
2: um <laughs> <laughs> pushing
0: there.
1: Psychologically speaking.
2: Yeah, I guess when you invent swearing with a capital S... um
0: <laughs> Hey, fat giant lady!
1: <laughs> I've actually renamed it. It's no longer called uh, swearing. It's called thawning.
0: Mm. Okay. Appropriate.
2: Um, also, just to let you know... Clyde and Fluffy and the others have come busting through.
0: Into the room? Well. Okay. Yes. This so. must be a really big room, because in my mind, I didn't have it quite
2: that large.
1: Yeah, it's a, uh, kind of like my room.
0: Yeah, is a is smashed against the wall by giant Clydesdale butt. The well,
2: the, the, size, added, the size of the room in comparison old. is um, if you see one of those covered football stadiums. hmm this is like two covered football stadiums side by side.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
2: Uh, it's There's been plenty of room for...
0: So it would have taken us half a campaign to cross the floor, is that what you're saying?
2: Probably this entire time, of uh, yeah. In, 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 in one form or the other. It's definitely a lot larger than a Mass Effect 3 map with um, playing pogo across the floors by jumping.
1: Okay. Keeping in mind, it would have taken us three episodes to decide to
2: cross the floor in the first place. Yes. That's true. Yes. And then God knows how many you find to find the way of conveyance to actually get across the floor. Not
1: That's to mention it. the the occasional um, spat fight between us, looting, three. There's
0: no spat fighting. Uh, a little bit.
1: Just, just a wee bit between feather and I.
0: It would be nice to be able to take five steps without having Thorn try to pickpocket you.
1: We've taken more than five steps and I haven't tried to pickpocket anyone in the last three. Yep, mm-hmm. He's
0: weaning himself off. Yeah, Slowly. slightly.
2: Slightly. Waiting for a big goal. Slightly. <laughs> That's a plan. Um Your antagonistic self, other other antagonistic other, Thorne is not present. You see, Zanatari doing the mad scramble of uh, collecting. Do you have any thoughts to Thor not being present, or are you just happy to see Fluffy? And
0: well, I just assume he didn't follow me on my. I mean, I'm not focusing on him. I'm just focusing on trying to find Caesar. So, uh, you know, I know they're all in the large room, but I didn't think they were following me down the stairs. Were they?
2: Well, I don't know. You know, you're, you're going down the stairs and you're doing...
0: Yeah, I'm looking at the ground as I'm mm-hmm. gathering stuff up, so I'm not really paying attention to what they're doing.
2: Right, so I'm trying to find out now what what Thorn's up to. Okay.
1: Um, I'm, uh, so I'm trying to work out why Xanatari's just cracked and picking crap up off the floor. Um, it looks like junk to me, Um I don't recognise it as being because of stuff after the like, second. I didn't really look through says stuff, to know that those were all his bottles and hickies and whatnot that he he'd purchased when we were in um in the previous town. The name escapes me. It's
0: Winterhaven. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, not Winterfell,
0: Winterhaven. Uh, Winterhaven.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's picking up like broken scraps of machinery and stuff. So I, I. I say I'm partially concerned for Zenatari's well-being at this point. If she's picking stuff up off the floor that doesn't have any relation to why the hell we're in this giant bunker to begin with,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, and why our animals just came bursting through the door. Not to mention the fact that Cezar is still missing. So, um, I I I think I'd approach Zenatari. I would grab her by her shoulders and walk around and ask her like dead. In the eye. What the hell are you doing? You've got to stop.
0: I'll just take my handful of gears and be like, hey, look at the gears, look at all the pieces.
1: I'd turn her back around, her on the head, and say, "Okay, I'm gonna go over here with Fluffy. Um, stay where I can see you." <laughs>
0: I was like, no, you don't understand. Caesar's gone. These are his things; they're broken.
1: Where Caesar gone? The- well, no.
0: well, I'm trying to track the things until you stopped me to take me out here and ask me a name question.
1: It's just junk.
0: Caesar has a thousand pockets full of junk. Have you not noticed this in the last six months?
1: No, I'm only. I'm in surprised you haven't, it's because you've been p-
0: had your hands in every one of them.
2: Had his, hands, them, but... had his hands, in all of Caesar's junk for
0: six. Oh <laughs> wait, that's not what I meant.
2: <laughs> wow, we have a title. I've washed my hand.
0: That is not what I said. I said pockets.
2: Wow. That's
0: not what I said. I
2: haven't had my my hands in all of it. Thank you very much. Wow. Had his hands.
0: That's not what I said. <laughs> <sighs> no one heard that.
2: That's
1: how it is. Guess what? That's gonna be it out.
0: It'll go nicely in the collection. Shut up. <laughs> Tashar is like the. Okay. Okay. Tashar's gone to that. bed.
1: <laughs> uh, um, okay, so we were, yeah, we were having
0: about. You had your hands right. in every pocket, so there's... I
1: don't have my hands in every pocket. I go to the one that has the most value, and I take what I need to survive, and says he can live by himself. Apparently, he's got a lot of money in the future, you know, the fact that he can walk back with about 100,000 gold pieces, and how much a week He gets measly like 1,000, which then got taken by some tentacle in a room. <laughs> excuse, excuse me for being a little bit bitter and poor, thank you very much. I haven't had beer in about a month.
0: He didn't did pay for it. our passage, or our citizenship, if you want to call it that. Or we did from the future.
1: Still doesn't mean I've gotten my ale, does it? Thorne,
2: I, I don't think Thorne knows about the future stuff. I think it's still. I've just, got no uh,
1: idea. Basically, yeah. he's he, just come back from Winter Haven with a big bag of money. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. As yeah. long as I get some. But I didn't get as much as I'd like. So, secretly, I've been harboring a, a deep bitterness to that for the last, I don't know eight episodes. Um because mm-hmm. he had more money than I have. I don't like that. Um not to mention I'm starting to ramble because I'm tired.
2: So so you basically you think that under every uh, rock and stuff he's got like, you know, a bag of coins and you're just trying to find You
0: think he's a leprechaun? Maybe yeah. you could like do <laughs> I assault him or something.
1: <laughs> I think that Cesar is more wealthy than he appears. Um the fact that he can continue to pay for things and just pull money out of uh his is it a horse yeah, his horse's saddlebags. bags like it just it just keeps flowing money, and I can never get close enough to see how it keeps flowing money um, you know i'm I'm sorry, but says a says as an old man, what does he need with all that money? He's probably going to die soon. I could use it better than he could. <laughs>
0: Maybe if you're friendly with him, you might find out where all the money comes from.
1: Well, I would be friendly with him if he was here.
0: Well, that's but... the point. He's not here. Let's find him.
1: Then what are you doing picking gravel off the floor for? are <laughs> back at this, this problem, Zenatari.
2: <laughs> she could be picking it up because it could be, you know, like a MacGyver moment where he needs that little thingamabob in order to go with the what-widget. That springs him from the prison of Burr.
0: Well, if he dropped these on the floor, he went unwillingly, because you know how much he values each little thing bob. So I'm trying to follow them to where he is.
1: But why wouldn't he just tell us where he is? Why would he just drop them there? That's, he's not Lassie. He's not he's, like he can't communicate.
0: He's not dropping gingerbread crumbs. Obviously, he went unwillingly.
1: Just we just had so a battle. So you know, do you remember that? Just, just so you know, I have no idea why I mentioned Lassie. I don't even know who Lassie is. Don't um, you? No, who is Lassie? Do you is know that... who Lassie is, Anatora? Yeah, of course. Who's an, Who's Lassie? <sighs> Never mind. Let it go. <sighs> I sensed an let elaborate setup there. There, there was... I was trying to get nah, never mind. Never (laughs) mind. I'm I'm too tired for this shit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And with that bit of real life understanding and sharing. And because we care Sanatari, take us out.
0: Thank you for listening. You're seriously saints to keep on doing it. You can find out more at deathd 4 com. Subscribe on iTunes and find us on Twitter at DeathD4. Please take a listen to the Great Area Podcast, where things are much more sedate and professional. And perhaps the Super No. 1 Podcast, where you can find them at SignalsMedia.com. Uh, join us for a worldwide, worldwide adventure, and stay tuned for next week as we continue
1: our travels. God bless you. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. We're done recording. This podcast is a part of the Signals Media All-Star Network. For more information on this and other fine shows, go to SignalsMedia.com.
2: It's okay to stick our stuff in your ears. Really?
0: Yeah,
1: see that interchange we just had. Yeah. That was called
2: role play. Mhm. Did you Did you enjoy that, Seth? That was That was good. You 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 both did uh, quite honestly phenomenal
1: tonight. <laughs> that's 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 the kind of thing we should be doing every night.
2: Versus Seth just
1: the la- laughing what? his ass. Well, la- la- try to defi- decide whether we actually cross a, a lake because it could be evil incarnate. <laughs>
0: Let's not uh, change our alignment.
1: I'm gonna be honest. I I sort of blanked out for most of the descriptions that you were giving, and sort of clued in like at the very very end of it because yeah, things things are fuzzy at the moment, and I'm pretty sure time's been dilating for the past half an hour. Not not due
2: to whiskey though. Not due to whiskey. Okay. No, asshole.
1: No 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 not due to whiskey. Due to being up since. Uh,
2: yesterday morning, and why are you still up for?
0: He's being dedicated.
2: Oh, I'm sad. I'm gonna have to break out the Babylon Five TV series and rewatch it. In Memorial Two.
0: nobody's ever seen that, but you.
2: Who <laughs> would freaking love Bab- Babylon Five.
0: I tried. I think to watch it once. Remember that was Battlestar. No, Battlestar Galactica, Battle- no, Babylon 5, that's the thing in space, right? It's a ship or something, and...
1: <laughs> there, there's a lot of space with the Battlestar series.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I know, space. but that's not what I mean.
1: It's, it, like- it's like say, I remember that guy, he had hair. <laughs> <laughs> the guy.
0: No, the so last time we watched Battlestar it's Galactica, good. it was on the planet because the Cylons were being created. It had nothing to do with space whatsoever.
2: That was Caprica. That was Caprica, a-
0: Caprica, that's a way
2: That was a piece of shite.
1: Caprica's a piece of crap. Yeah, that was shit.
2: No, ba- oh. Babylon, Babylon 5 is kind of like Buffy first season, a little tough to get into, but once you do it's like...
0: Whoo! That's what you keep saying, and then I watch like, I don't know. Josh likes it, tell Secret. Josh.
2: At mm. least that's got a of thing for Buffy.